0: 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk is making changes to its weekday lineup. Beginning Monday, March 22nd, hear me, Eric Erickson, weekdays noon to 3. And Atlanta's News and Talk with me, Mark Aram, when you drive home weekdays 4 till 7. The new lineup starts Monday, March 22nd on 95.5 WSB. And always streaming live on the WSB radio app. It's a Tuesday, a cloudy Tuesday, but we're here to bring some sunshine in your lives. That was really cheesy. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark here. I'm traditionally not that cheesy. I'm anti-cheese. I like eating cheese. I just don't like to be cheesy. Regardless, we've got a huge show for you tonight. Uh, We are awaiting Governor Brian Kemp's COVID-19 press conference. We're going to bring that to you live here. Uh, Hopefully some good news on the vaccination front from the governor and his health officials uh senator john ossoff's going to join us live from dc in the six o'clock hour and at five o'clock uh you might never heard this before but we're going to play would you rather with little sanjay which is an awesome game welcome to the show just a quick reset of who we all are i'm mark Aram. i've been on wsb radio for 23 years you see me on channel 2 action news uh, this morning every morning from 4 to 7 a.m 4:30 30 to 7 a.m. Executive producer of the program is Devora Green. She is amazing. Longoria, you've heard him losing all that weight. He's down 70 pounds. He's on the other side of the takeout window. And oh, Low T Chuck screens your calls. Uh, we're going we're gonna to cover the top stories, give you the breaking news, but most importantly, we're going to have fun uh, for three hours every night. So thank you for spending part of your commute with us. Oh yeah, and you get traffic and weather throughout. Traffic updates every six minutes. So, Governor Kemp is going to do a COVID-19 press conference. Originally scheduled for 4.15, but now we're, sources are telling uh, the Mark Aram show that it could be 4.30. Uh, I want to talk about a COVID uh, study, and has nothing to do with the disease. The virus has nothing to do with that. has to do with your commute time during the pandemic. So, I don't know if, you, if you've noticed uh, the bananas here, Deborah Longoria and T. You guys really don't commute in the normal commute times, right? You're... Yeah. You're all off hours. Yeah, all off hours. Yeah, um, Deborah, you you're up early working out, but yeah, you're not. Yeah, on... I don't
1: roll in here until like noon. So
0: let me just say that uh, the the silver lining for me as a traffic reporter during the pandemic has been the light of the normal uh, rush hours. Like there was a point where. Usually I do traffic on Channel Two every ten minutes, and at one point they're like, "All right, you're just going to do it twice an hour." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't they, enough. Yeah, well, they were like, "We we can use your time uh, more wisely." I miss those days. That was fantastic.
1: There were days you weren't even talking about traffic.
0: Yeah, I was like <laughs> roadside attractions. You know, yeah, it was it was it was pretty interesting. Uh, and I I think you, the commuters, if you're driving right now, you've noticed the, the light of the normal traffic. Now certainly things are ramping back up, right? Things, uh, you know, as, as we startly, uh, slowly reopen the economy, I see it in the mornings with traffic, you see it in the evenings here uh, as you're driving home, that, that things may not be back to pre-pandemic levels, but they're certainly uh, worse than they were in, you know, June or July. Uh, this study really fascinated me. It, it did, uh, it took all the stats and crunched the data. It's from Copilot, which is a car shopping app. And I think basically how how they did this was taking data and, um, like odometer readings from cars and and stuff like that like they, they there 's a lot of things that went into this survey, but they figured out how much time people are getting back from their commutes during the covid nineteen pandemic during the rona um and again, this probably doesn't impact you guys and it doesn't really impact me because i'm up i 'm on the road at three thirty in the morning and well now i 'm on the road at two p m so i'm I'm thankfully missing rush hour traffic i don't want to brag on that but i'm very excited about that that i don't have to deal with <laughs> yeah. rush hour traffic uh the, but atlantans um on this list uh ranked 16th which is you know good uh for getting the most time back on their commute during the pandemic uh ten and a half percent uh we're getting our time back from from commuting because of the pandemic because of light of normal traffic also factored in is folks that can work from home less time on the roads that's the big game changer to me when it comes to long long view of what's going to happen to traffic uh we see it here at the station uh i don't know what do you think guys 90 percent of the staff is not here every day oh yeah all the office people pretty yeah. much yeah. Is it, it might even be more than that it it's might be closer more. to 95 percent. and i think i'm, I'm not a, a manager here but i would think that af- after the pandemic's gone everyone's vaccinated whatever herd immunity that they're not going to require everyone to come in here anymore, right? Not we, we're here every day, but the people, the office staff, the sales folk, uh, the HR people, they've shown they can do their jobs remotely. So I can't imagine a world, at least at WSB Radio, where everyone has to come back and do the five-day-a-week drive-in, drive-in. So I think uh, long-term for traffic-wise, that's good news. I I, I don't see us going back to where everybody has to come to work every day and work nine to five. Whether it's, yeah, coming twice a week or three times a week or, you know, flex. You want to work from home during the first half, vi- uh, virtually from home, and then come back? That's fine. But the data says that Atlanta commuters saved 10.5%. Uh, they got time back from their commuting during the pandemic as opposed to pre-pandemic. I just want to know, because I know if you're driving right now, you're probably, you know, you're, you're hitting the grindstone. You're not working virtually. You're out there driving to and from the job site. Have have you seen a dramatic impact on the time you've saved week to week during the pandemic as far as your commute time? Just I, I just want to hear um you know individual stories like, well, uh I'm saving 45 minutes now. It used to take me an hour and thirty, now I get there. So anything like that. I just want to know your personal uh, stories on, on how the pandemic has impacted your commute. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Going through the data here, it's interesting. So the, the cities that gain the most time back for the commute are all coastal cities, both east and west coast. So I'm from Connecticut. I didn't live on the coast, but that's the east coast. Deborah is from Wisconsin. Um, so that's middle of the country. Chuck's from Montana. Longoria allegedly is from Texas, but Third Coast. We don't know when he crossed (laughs) over. Uh, but you know, so just to give you an idea, here are the top five uh cities that gain time back commute wise. Uh Los Angeles, California, which uh I don't know if you've ever driven in Los Angeles. That's just nasty traffic. Like Atlanta stinks. LA LA's nasty. Uh they gained twelve point four percent back from commuting. Uh, from not commuting. Oakland, California, which that surprised me. I didn't think Oakland was, you know, I I know it's a big area, but they gained 12.6% back. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania gained 13% back. Chicago, Illinois, 13.1%. And number one on the list, uh, no shock here, New York City gained 15.2% time back from commuting, which is strange to me because... Any reasonable person in uh, that lives in New York or works in New York, they don't drive to work. Like,
1: but don't you have to walk to the subway station, wait for the train, you know? Don't, and then don't maybe know. hop on a cab to get somewhere. Like, they they use all different types of transport modes of transport.
0: And I know they did shut down the the subway system yeah. for a while there. Uh, but there you go. So Atlanta uh, is are the. Uh, do you agree with these statistics?
2: Hi everybody, this is John DeMent, and you're listening to Mark Aram Show. The men.
0: 439 67 degrees on Peachtree Street. This is Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aram, uh, The bananas and I, your beck and call till 7 in the p.m. Now, Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB. Breaking news. You're heard live there with Governor Kemp in the COVID-19 press conference. This is the big headline, Chuck. Uh, uh, starting on March 25th, that's just a couple days, all Georgians 16 and over are now eligible to receive the vaccine. Here's another a great number. Uh, over 1 million seniors have now been vaccinated. That's three-quarters of the seniors in the state of Georgia have received at least one of the vaccination doses. Uh, and this is a troubling number, and maybe Erickson can get to the bottom of this. Uh, according to the governor, we are 49th in the nation in the number of doses received. Like, what's going on? Why are we the bottom of the barrel? What's going on with the feds that that we're getting so few doses right there?
3: I think it's a mix of... Who bought it and how they bought it? Whether it was the state buying it from the feds or whether it was,
0: uh, yeah, I'm was gonna wait for Erickson's. Yeah, I think has, no, like
3: he said. <laughs> I think it has something to do with that. Okay, ass. oh,
0: you're you're paraphrasing Erickson. Yes. Oh,
3: okay, well, I, I'm not talking. Yeah. I'm, oh, forget it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that was Charles Thomas the Third, our political uh, <clears throat> correspondent here. The mo- yeah, all right. So I apologize. I thought you were just pulling that. Pulling smoke out of your hat. Uh, I didn't know that you were actually paraphrasing the conservative Viking. Uh, so uh, good news there. We'll continue to follow the situation. Again, the headline, if you're just joining us, March 25th, uh, any adult in Georgia or any person in Georgia, 16 and over, now eligible for the vaccine. Finally, I can get in there. I could have gotten in last week under the uh, the obese thing, but I just didn't want to admit to myself that I was obese. And fortunately, unfortunately for Longoria, I lost 70 pounds you you would have been eligible four months ago. And <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, I would yeah. have. Now you're skinny-many. just waited it out. Yeah. You <laughs> couldn't get that obese waiver. No, no. Um, all right, so we'll continue to follow the situation there. Uh, breaking news as it happens here on Atlanta News and Talk with Mark Aram. Still to come on the show, uh, Senator John Ossoff will join us. We'll pick his brain about the uh, the COVID numbers and see how he's uh, dealing with being a U.S. senator now. And little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather. Uh, I was talking about the COVID uh commute data and uh georgians atlantans in particular saved uh 10.5 percent of their commute time back during the COVID. and i'm looking at the triple team traffic alerts app uh no one no one sees that right now on the south side or i-285 how has your commute been impacted by COVID, and is, is it starting to come back 404-872-0750 800 wsb talk david's up on the mark aram show hello david hello how are you excellent thanks for joining us brother and ha- thanks for hanging on so long
2: no problem. Yeah, I commute from uh, Henry County to Forsyth County every day through the city, Monday through Friday.
0: You must love I your job. That, 5 a.m. That's a horrible commute. You absolutely must love your job.
2: Oh, I do love my job. Uh, the You know, I leave the house about 5 a.m. It usually takes me about an hour and five minutes to get to work. I drive through the city every day unless it's just shut down, then I have to go around 285. And, but in the afternoons during the uh, pandemic, the explosion, when everything was shut down, it was only taking me about an hour to get home. Uh, but, as we all know, traffic is building up again, and now I'm back to an hour and 45 minutes. Oof. Uh, Pre-COVID, it was taking, it could take anywhere between two and a half to three hours going through the city.
0: At Like one
2: way? One way. If people... We just slow down a little bit, and quit hitting each other. We get
0: through <laughs> just fine. <laughs> I agree. So let me let me just recap this. I'm trying to. Yeah. So pre-COVID, driving home from Forsyth to Henry County, you said, right?
2: That's
0: correct. Would take you how long?
2: Sometimes two hours to th- up to three hours, depending on where Holy you run across shnikes.
0: the road. Holy And and now yeah. and during COVID, that that got t- cut down to how long?
2: Uh. Approximately an hour, an hour and five minutes. Oh, my minutes, God. An 10 minutes.
0: So yeah. you are going to miss the, the pandemic. <laughs>
1: That's, uh, oh,
2: well, but... No, I won't miss it, Okay. But, you know, uh, I think what we have, you know, we've got a lot of out-of-state tags. We must have yeah. had a lot of people in funks into Georgia. Sure. I see California tags, New York ca- tags. and I think, you know, people just got to get used to our traffic. Uh, you know, when to slow down, when to, uh, speed up and yeah. quit trying to race to the next race. That's,
0: uh, I, I, I know, I know this is going to sound like an insult, but I mean this bless your heart, David. That's a, I can't, I couldn't even imagine my commute in the mornings is seven minutes cause it's three in the morning. Um, when yes. it takes me over 20 minutes in the afternoon to get here, I lose my mind. I'm like, Oh, what's going on? <laughs> Two hours unbelievable well, my
2: wife she works uh, pretty close to where she works and uh, our grandkids uh, live probably 5 minutes from us so uh, there ain't no getting her to move up to foresight no, no. You know what i'm saying would you get to
0: see your wife like <laughs> 4 minutes a day is that is
2: that nah, the... <laughs> yeah. yeah probably 2 hours a night and then i'm heading to bed cuz i got to get up at
0: 4 yeah oh <laughs> my gosh uh, that well david thanks for checking and thanks for listening i i'd love for you to listen let's see if he does 2 hours Two-hour commute, four to six, and then just listen at home on, uh, on your smartphone to the last hour of Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Beth is in Flowery Branch. Beth, welcome to the show. Good
2: afternoon. I love your new time. Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations on that.
0: Thank I you so much.
2: quite often. Now, I have a question, if you don't mind, another subject. Okay. On the vaccine, I've never heard this addressed. What is the length of time the vaccine is going to be good for since they lost all the preliminary investigation that they normally would do on a vaccine? Is it good for three months, six months, a year? We life? don't
0: we don't know yet. Uh, the,
2: but the, is it being investigated? Well, yeah, but we have to wait. We have, have to, we have to
0: we have to wait and see. You know, let's you know, the, the people are just getting vaccinated. Right. So. Uh, we'll have the three month data and the six month data soon and the test data maybe up to nine months, but it, it it'll take a year to find out, all right, does this thing work for a year? Because there's no way to, to forecast it or project it. We gotta wait and for the numbers to come in and say, Are the people that got the vaccine and the test a year out, are they still immune to the virus?
1: Right. Yeah. I
0: was
4: just never heard if it's even being looked into. Oh yeah, a hundred percent.
0: A hundred percent. It's just it's just way too early. And here here's my biggest fear, Beth. And thank you for listening. Thanks for the call. Um, they they talk about all these variants, Longoria, you know, like the uh, the South African variant yeah, yeah, and yeah, the Brazilian yeah. variant. I'm afraid that, you know, worst case scenario, that these variants kind of like the flu, you know, the flu vaccine on a good year is like 50 cent, 50 percent effective. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like they just throw their hands up like ah, oh, We didn't see this coming you know, and you got the flu. Sorry, it was a coin flip. Um, I'm afraid that the COVID vaccine might be a yearly thing, right? If the variants can outrun the vaccine, but it's kind of different because the COVID, they're not injecting you with the actual virus with the COVID vaccine. That's what they do with the flu vaccine. They give you a strain of it and uh, inject you. So I don't know. I'm just, listen, if we got to do, we got to do it. But I, I would hate to have A COVID shot every year. Uh, Chef William joins us on the show. Chef, what's going on, brother? How are you doing today, sir? Excellent. What's going on? Congratulations on the new show, Tom. Thank you, sir. I live out in Athens, and I travel to Norcross every day. I bet that can be uh, a scenic drive. Do you do do 316 to 85? What do you do? I can do
2: 316, or I can come through 211 and come up through Brazelton come 85 south
0: and how much time has been shaved off your commute during covid
2: um normally pre-covid it would take me about 90 minutes now i could do it in about 50. oh all right so you're but the travel the travel home is not is actually getting worse yeah that's what we've seen about an hour and 25 minutes to get home
0: yeah that that's what we've seen with the numbers so the morning commute is is definitively lighter than normal The afternoon commute is not. And I think that's because, you know, people don't necessarily have to be at work at 9 a.m. anymore. They can come in at 11, but everyone wants to get home at dinner at the same time. We'll come back more of your calls on the COVID traffic data. And just to recap, uh, starting March 25th, Governor Kemp says all Georgians 16 and over are eligible for the vaccine. We'll come back with your calls 404-872-0750. It's Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Ayer.
5: Lattice News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business
0: breaking news you heard about 30 minutes ago here live on atlanta's news and talk with mark aram governor brian kemp says starting thursday all georgians 16 and over will be eligible for the vaccination so great news if you are on the younger side of the dial and wanted to get your vaccine starting thursday 16 and over now eligible for the vaccine marianne joins us in marietta welcome to the program
2: thank you and congratulations on your new show
0: thank you marianne i usually
2: only get to I uh, listen to you when I'm late leaving work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, now you leave work on time, and you get the whole the whole shebang.
3: Okay. I live in East Cobb. I work in Lithia
2: Springs. I'm a teacher. So my commute is against traffic, and it hasn't changed with COVID. It's still about an hour um, both ways. But we get to work from home for Friday, so there's 20%
0: right there. Oh, that's awesome. I What I wouldn't give... And, I, I, I mean, I've had the opportunity to, to do this show from home. I just don't want to. I just, you know, I just feel weird doing the show. I did it once for 30 minutes. I was like, no, we're not going to do this again. I like coming in here. I think the show's better when I come in. Oh, definitely. Not that it's ever good, but I think it's, right. it's better. <laughs> Still, it's the yeah. lesser of two evils. Paul joins us on the uh, Mark Aram show. Paul, you were uh, part of the vaccine trial?
2: Yes, I was uh, back in March. Uh Can I mention his name? Uh, I'm not allowed to.
0: You go ahead. Uh, Okay.
2: Pfizer was giving out um, trials. Okay. First, I took the placebo. Then I took the actual vaccine. They didn't tell you which one you're taking. And um, I had some side effects when I I say uh, I had coughing a couple times, but it's only lasted one day. And after that back to
0: normal real quick paul uh are they tracking your uh progress with the vaccine so are they going to go back and test you in a year and see if you're still immune yes okay all right so that so that answers that other caller's question that it's just too early to tell how long it lasts do, do, do you feel great now that you you have the vaccine and and things can kind of get back to normal
2: yes i am very happy that they're giving out the vaccines yeah uh the only one i want to take is the uh, astros zeneca
0: well that now yeah, see now you can't say that. <laughs> you could you could say what vaccine you took, but I don't want you throwing any other uh vaccines under the bus. Um when we come back, oh, special early edition of Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. If you've never heard this, you're in for a treat. Stick around after the news at five. Would you rather with uh little sanjay? Amazingly funny radio. Chris Chandler standing by, I'm gonna get you caught up to date on the vaccination info from Governor Kemp. You heard live here on WSB. And at six o'clock. Uh, Senator John Osoff's going to join us live from uh, Washington, D.C. So got a bunch of stuff to cover and your calls, always on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Back after this. Nine nine minutes after five, Mark Aram here. You there? This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Now heard four to seven p.m. on your drive home on ninety-five point five WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk. The gang all here tonight. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the show. Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck. <laughs> Screens them, calls. Top stories, breaking news, weather, traffic, and fun for your ride home. The breaking news we heard live here on WSB Radio coming from Governor Brian Kemp. Starting Thursday, March 25th, all Georgians 16 and over are now eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. So that is amazing stuff. We'll continue to follow that situation and have updates throughout the uh, broadcast coming up in one hour. Newly elected Senator John Ossoff will join us live in D.C. We're going to get back to your calls in just a second, but it's time for my favorite uh, episode of the Mark Aram show. What do we call that, Longoria?
5: (laughs) It's time now. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He
0: is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of our questions. He's joining us now every Tuesday and Thursday on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. He is Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. How are you, Sanjay?
6: I'm doing well, man. Staying busy and actually enjoying this weather. It's like the perfect temperature, isn't it?
0: Thanks, Mellish. Uh So here's the deal. Sanjay normally is heard at 6.09 uh, and and you're gonna hear him regularly tuesday and thursday 6.09 but he kind of got bumped by the senator today so and it, it also gives us a chance to introduce some newer listeners to what we do with sanjay here uh it's would you rather it's very simple he's gonna ask us really tough would you rather questions we're gonna answer him here in studio and i want you to play along in your car or if you're at home making dinner it's always a good time he is funny he is quirky, and uh, he's, he's little. He's little Sanjay. So what is the first <laughs> question tonight, Sanjay?
6: All right. Number one, if there was a vaccine shortage and you were limited to one vaccine per household, would you get the vaccine, or would you let your spouse get the vaccine?
0: Oh. Um, my gut reaction is to give it to my spouse, but no, I'm going to take it. And, and, and for, for one reason, I mean, uh, granted, in, in my heyday as a former Division One athlete, I was in great shape, and um, I, I would be immune to most things. But fast forward to my uh, my 47th birthday, I'm a mess physically, right? I don't work out. The sleep schedule kills me. You're obese. I'm, ob- I'm obese. <laughs> According to? According the... to Dr. Fauci, I'm right. obese. Um, and, and my wife, Maya, is younger, healthier. She works out all the time. Uh, so I think she'd agree. She, she would rather I get the vaccine. I think I, I am more vulnerable than she is, so uh, my gut reaction was to give it to my beautiful wife, but I am going to take the vaccine. Devita Green, also active uh, young and you work out what are you gonna do
1: I would give it to my husband yeah. he has to deal with people more in his industry he's got to go out and meet people yeah. more you know I am locked in this studio and I can be in a separate room if I have to gotcha and so I think it'd be better for him to get it before so
0: it. A- atmospheric uh, conditions like you you just see the banana yeah,
1: I see like the four or five people in the yeah. building and I have my own office and, and your then...
0: husband's out selling hot tubs door-to-door yes so he... <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> he runs into a lot of people uh, low T Chuck the chief of staff of the Mark Aram show?
3: Well, I give it to my wife, hands down.
0: Really? Yeah. Because she's the main breadwinner?
3: Yeah. <laughs> you you got to keep that money train crazy? going. Yeah. If she goes down, we're in trouble. Yeah. All right. That
0: makes sense. Financially yeah. speaking, that makes sense. All right. Uh, no. Shlong the Stoic Eskimo.
5: Um, I would like to give it to my wife, but she uh, has been working from home this whole time. Yeah. So that, I can't work from home. So, and I'm the only one leaving the house. So yeah. I would think I would get it. Just, Andrew that would give it to me. Just doesn't so, need it. Well, yeah, I already have the, oh, yeah, that's right. the antibodies. You're patient zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> freaking
0: lung. I'm immune for
5: any, any uh, different strain. He, he infected <laughs> us all last January when he came
0: back from California. That's so we're, we're actually all immune. So I should yeah, probably yeah, give yeah. it to Maya. Speaking of the vaccines, before we get back to Would You Rather Little Sanjay, again, Thursday, March 25th. Every Georgian 16 and over is eligible for the vaccine. And the big number today from Governor Kemp here on WSB radio, uh, over one million seniors in Georgia have received the vaccination. That's fantastic. And three quarters of the seniors in Georgia have already received at least one shot. So there's promising news on the uh, on the front for the elderly, the the vulnerable population with the vaccines. Would you rather continues with little Sanjay. Uh, What's the next question, Sanjay?
6: All right, number two. Would you rather always have a full cell phone battery or a full tank of gas?
0: Tank oh gas, especially with the gas prices rising. Uh, they're getting a little pricey. They're getting a little pricey, and uh, I, I've—I guess it's my, my wackadoo schedule. I always have uh, cell phone juice, right? So I work in the mornings. By time I leave the I leave the station here at, at like say ten a.m. and I'm at like sixty-five percent. I go home and sleep. Plug my phone in charge it back up. I leave at night here. I'm at like 75%. So there are very few times where I'm I'm battery drained. Deborah Green.
1: Yeah, I can charge my phone here anytime. I get yeah. an extra charger in the car. I'm never too far away from charging it. But gas, sure. I do have to commute more than six minutes. Yeah. So gas all the way.
0: Yeah. My I mean, I do like eight miles a day on my commute. So I, I feel frustrated about the, the gas prices, but I can imagine... Like that one guy that, that goes from, uh, that's a whole he's mortgage payment. Fill up every day, right? Yeah, from, from day, McDonough maybe. to coming every day, twice a day. He's got to fill up every day, right? Yeah, Depending on the car. So. I hope he's got it in one of those electric cars. <laughs> uh, Low T, Chuck.
3: Uh, yeah, give me the, the gas. Yeah. That, t- that truck's got a big tank.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Longoria. Yeah, I'll take gas. I hate All putting right. gas in cars. That's just the worst thing. Unanimous. Unanimous. I just hate that. All right. Uh, next question, Sanjay.
6: All right, on that same topic, would you rather give up your cell phone for a month or give up bathing for a month?
0: What? what yeah, where, where's the, what's the same topic there? What are you, what are you talking about?
6: <laughs> well, I mean the cell phone. <laughs> the We're talking cell phone. about cell phones at least. Come
0: on. <laughs> um, I'm giving up the cell phone for a month. Are you crazy? I, if I gave up bathing for a month, I'd lose my job. They'd li- I think that's a fireable offense, right? If you, if you reek, if you stank. I don't know. I don't think so. But. No, I think it is.
5: I think, I think
0: it is. I think you HR. You it, you
5: know. What, what do you? No. A
1: There's month enough longer? sanitizer in the building? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's People not are wearing
5: like, masks. They can't smell you anyway. <laughs> like, there
0: have been times, and not very often, where I'll oversleep in the morning a little bit, and I won't have time to shower, and so I just, you know, stick my hair under the sink and do the electric razor in the car, spray the cologne on, and that's just like one day, and I feel disgusting. Um, I couldn't even imagine a, a month. Ugh. A month of that's not long. showering. Yeah, uh, I'm giving up my cell phone. Deborah Green.
1: I, I wish I could give up my cell phone. Like, if I didn't need it for work, yeah. I'd still have an old school flip phone if, if I could. But I go to the gym regularly. There's no way I could not shower. Oh, yeah, for a that's month. right. That'd be awful. But
0: to be fair, your your uh, sweat smells like uh, lilies.
1: <laughs> right.
0: It's, it's beautiful, <laughs> Deborah Green sweat. Uh, Loti Chuck, who works out at home regularly with those cowbells or whatever they're called. Cowbells. <laughs> Kettlebells. Kettlebells. <laughs> Uh, so, so you're sweating and you're, you're eating no those Kroger I hot dogs. Yeah, no way I can yeah. shower. Yeah. And he, I think you would like not having your phone. i love it. Aside from watching Netflix while you're screening calls, you really. <laughs> I, got,
3: I got my laptop. Yeah, oh, my you laptop. can use your laptop for that.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, easy peasy. Uh, Shlongoria. Uh, yeah, I'll give up a phone for a month. Yeah, showering is not for a
5: whole month, Would yeah. that be cool.
0: I mean, a week, it might have been a more difficult conversation, yeah. Sanjay. A month was just too much. Too much. Right, sorry about that. That's all right. Bring it back in a year. <laughs> Bring it back question in a year with the, with the different parameters. I'll put
6: it on the list. All there right, you number go. Number four. Yes. Would you rather be the absolute best at something that nobody takes seriously or be average at something that's well-respected?
0: Hmm. So let's say I'm the world's best bowler, right? And Well,
6: I mean, I think some people take that seriously. I think some of your listeners might take so that seriously. So give
0: me an example. Like I'm the best Uh.
6: I mean, we'll we'll go one step below that and say cornhole.
0: I'm the best cornhole player in the world, or I'm average at. I'm an average composer of music. There you go. All right, uh, I'll be the best cornhole guy. Give me the. I want to be the best at something in my life, right? One time, you know, I <laughs> just that's it. I've never been the best at anything <laughs> in my entire life. A lot of second place finishes on these mm. shoulders. So I'll be the best cornhole player in the world, Dever Green
1: kind of average at a lot of stuff yeah and i mean it's it's okay if you're trying to fly under the radar but everyone needs a party trick so i'll be good at one really random thing
0: yeah the the conversation started Mm -hmm. look at that they see that guy in the camera with the big uh, in the corner with the big nose he's the (laughs) world's best cornhole player it's insane he holds it out every time it's crazy don't don't bring it up though don't bring it up uh low t chuck i guess if i'm the best yeah
3: Right, like that doesn't take a lot of effort if you're already the best, right? I don't have to practice to get there. You're, you're naturally God-given talent. Oh yeah, then give me that.
0: Lochi Chuck is the out. world's best chipmunk hunter. Sure, he, <laughs> he never misses shooting sure. chipmunks chipmunk. in the backyard. Uh, Long Gloria, the Stoic. Estimate. Yeah, I'll be the best at something yeah. that
5: doesn't no one cares about.
0: All right, uh, so a little uh, an hour early with uh, Would You Rather, a little Sanjay, uh, but set your appointments Tuesday and Thursdays at six o'clock. Sanjay will do Would You Rather, and if you didn't know. Sanjay is also the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Tax season is upon us. The deadline's pushed to March 17th, but get your taxes done. You can find Sanjay on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or online at brass.tax. Great job, Sanjay. Thanks, buddy. My man. All right, we'll be right back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aram on 95.5
5: WSB. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. It really is funny, and I love his nonpartisan point of view. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business.
0: 526, uh, Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. 66 degrees on Peachtree Street. Kirk Mellish's full five-day corporate forecast coming up straight ahead. A little bit of breaking news during the uh, commercial break there, Longoria. Where John Ossoff, America? senator from Georgia, was scheduled to join us at 6:08. Now, uh, Deborah Green, the executive producer, it's going to be slid back to 6:35. 6:35. All right. So, uh, so there you go. In one hour or so, Senator John Ossoff will join us on the Mark Arab show. If you are just getting in your car, we heard from Governor Kemp live here on WSB Radio at the COVID-19 press conference. The big headline: March 21st, 5th this Thursday. Any Georgian over the age of 16 will be eligible for the vaccination. And just a quick correction, tax deadline is May 17th for little Sanjay. Well, for everybody. Uh, I might have said March 17th, which is would have been passed. So it's it's May 17th. Uh, Patrick joins us in Dallas. Patrick, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, how y'all doing today? What's
0: up, brother?
2: Congratulations on your new show there. Thank you, sir. Loving it. Okay. Uh, I almost
4: out on a lot of stuff and I'm confused. So I went and got the COVID shot and I lost the paperwork they gave me. So I called the health department, but because all these other people are trying to get their shots from whatever, I can't get any straight answers. So, how long after you get the shot are you still requested to wear a mask?
0: Uh, it, it's recommended, even if you're fully vaccinated, to to get, to get still wear the mask. Um, uh, I would keep doing that. As far as the health department, uh, I'm not sure. Go to WSBRadio.com. That's WSBRadio.com and get all the vaccination info. Um, but I know people that have been vaccinated, they're still wearing masks. Um, so that, that's what I'm going to do when I get the vaccine.
1: You can still be a carrier, even if you can't get it.
0: Correct. Correct. You can still be uh, the guy that gives it to the guy or gal or whomever. Um, when we come back, more of your calls. Plus, I want to talk about drinking. Drinking in bars. Something that Low T. Chuck knows a lot about. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB.
2: Yo, what up, y'all? It's decree and you're
6: listening to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, y'all know
0: what this is. So Five forty twenty in front of six. Still sixty six degrees on Peachtree Street. It is uh, cloudy out there. Traffic stinks out there, but uh, we're going to keep you uh, entertained and informed till seven p.m. Now, Monday through Friday, four to seven. Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aram. Uh, the whole gang here tonight. Deborah Green, the producer of the program. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window and. Uh, uh, Low T Chuck screening your calls coming up in one hour. Senator John Ossoff is going to join us live from D.C. Um, I I know the pandemic has impacted all of us in a lot of different ways. Uh, not being able to go to bars hasn't really impacted me. I know Chuck, you are a bar goer, right? And you're starting to go out there now, and and
3: no, uh, no, I mean I have kids now, so no,
0: no, I, mean, I used to, but you still, obviously. but obviously you miss going to bars. Longoria. Oh, I, the only t- bar I've ever seen you at has been at the Christmas party here for WSB Radio. <laughs> that's
5: pretty much it, yeah. yeah. And
0: at the bar in Marietta where Alex Williams' wife was feeding you tater tots. <laughs> that, that, that's the other bar. Really? Those are
5: the only two bars yeah. in the last
0: five years that I've when probably you visited. When you can go to a bar, we'll mm-hmm. start with Low T Chuck. What is your typical bar drink?
3: Ooh. Uh, well, I, I guess if you want to get super specific, but beer. Like I always Usually start beer. with beer until I kind of peruse the liquors gotcha longoria
5: <laughs> what's your typical uh it just depends on on where what we're doing that yeah. night i don't know i mean i could have liquor i could have beer I, either way if if it's, it's a liquor drink what do you get liquor
0: um probably
5: jack and coke jack something and like
0: coke. that yeah what about you if you get a liquor drink there chuck uh, just bourbon straight bourbon just, neat yes yeah uh or green what, what's your drink of choice at the, at the bar
1: um yeah more of a cocktails girl so okay. i will try to get a rum runner
0: i've heard of that mm Park I'm a, Tavern, best I'm a uh, staunch supporter of Johnny Walker Black on the Rocks. Mm-hmm. That is my. That's been my drink since college, and it's it's weird how I started drinking that. Uh, the the college bars that I frequented, I, I was a beer draft beer drinker, right? It was that's what everyone drank, it was cheap. But cheap. But I would spend half my night uh, waiting in line to go to the bathroom because my bladder was filled with this, and I was like, "Well, I, I'm I'm missing out on all these beautiful women." Poughkeepsie, beautiful. I mean, they weren't beautiful (laughs) women. That's the reason. I'm missing out on all these women because I'm always in line in the bathroom. So I went to the bartender and I was like, I can't drink beer anymore. Just give me something that, just give me something strong that I'm not going to have to go to the bathroom. And he looked, he dusted off this bottle of Johnny Walker Black on the shelf and he poured it on ice, like, gave me a huge cup because they don't sell it. And he's like, here, I don't know, $2, you know, it's like, it like a $30 <laughs> pour. So since then, I've been drinking Johnny Walker Black. The reason I bring this up, uh, bartenders have shared the stereotypes that they assign to certain drinkers of certain beverages. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you can't afford therapy, right, we've all, you know, poured our hearts out to bartenders in the past. Right. So bartenders know what's going on. They they have a unique perspective on the world. So I trust them with their feedback on what they think of people that order certain drinks. By the way, more information on that horrible shooting in Colorado from yesterday. Chris Chandler is going to have the latest uh, at the Expanded News, uh, the nonstop news feed at 6 p.m. coming up here. Uh, Just awful, awful thoughts and prayers to all of those impacted by that. Um, All right, so this is what bartenders think about people that order certain drinks. So uh, Longoria, Jack and Coke, this is what uh, bartenders think about people that order Jack and Coke's. They think that you'll be fighting someone in a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Daniels has that reputation of yeah. being a punchy drink, yeah. right? Like people that drink Jack usually get in fights. So I actually agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, not, I'm not. I'm not a good drunk, or I'm a not, good, not, or a good fighter. I yeah, would imagine. But, not a good fighter. Yeah. I think I am when I'm drunk, though. <laughs> uh, Chuck, do you order IPAs if you were going to get a beer? Do you get an IPA?
3: uh I mean, yes. It's like a it's a mood thing. So I'll go through phases where I'll order an IPA for a couple of months. So it's a phase, but yes, this is,
0: this just proves to me how wise bartenders are. Uh, Bearded dads who want to ask 15 questions and try 15 samples. That's I what they think that. of.
3: <laughs> I never do that. You're a bearded
0: dad. I refuse I refuse to be one of those. Guys. I've never done that. Well, you're, you're a bearded dad. There's not I mean, well, you can't, they, they, they don't that. know everything. All, All right. right I, I uh, real quick, some of the margarita. Uh, bartenders think that they're old ladies that want to party. Vod- <laughs> yeah. Vodka yeah. martinis are, quote, fancy drunks. I could see that. Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, don't we know. think vodka's a little bit. This fancy. is funny. I've never ordered this. I've never drank this. A Long Island iced tea, Oh, that's basically good. like everything. Every, every yeah. everything. Um, I, does it taste like iced tea, though? I've never I had mean, one of these. They
3: taste, they're pretty good. No, it doesn't. But they're All pretty good. Right. Yeah, um,
0: pretty close. But it's a good taste. I don't want to. Uh, the only thing that good comes from Long Island are Long Island duck. That's like the, the Long Island duck are the best for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, Long Island iced tea. Bar traders think there's someone who wants to get drunk for cheap and is going to complain that the drink is not strong enough. <laughs> Chardonnay. Is this is, is this is hilarious. Yeah. Chardonnay drinkers. This is what bartenders think about if you order a Chardonnay at the bar. High-maintenance, middle-aged divorcee with two kids in private school, possibly on the prowl for a rich single man. <laughs> wow, that's yes. oddly specific. That is very oddly yeah. specific. A shot of tequila. Bartenders think, oh, this mm. person doesn't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, fru- uh, fruity frozen drinks are typically... New drinkers,
3: yeah, I can see that. Yeah,
0: uh, this what's so funny is like I when I first started drinking in college, um, my first ever drink after I got my fake ID and went to the bar, I ordered an amaretto sour. Oh, those oh, are good.
1: Really I like those. Yeah.
0: It, what? They, yeah. So those people. see Yeah. <laughs> but amaretto. And sour. this is what uh, bartenders with. I mean, obviously, they looked at me like, "What? What the hell are you?" I, <laughs> That's like drinking vanilla extract. There's, like, zero alcohol content in it.
3: It's like the it. veggie roll of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of sushi drinkers. So uh,
0: bartenders <laughs> think folks that order whiskey sours are underage drinkers. They're, like, you know, new They don't know what else to order. Yeah, they, yeah, that was exactly me. I was underage. I'm like, uh... Emer- like a girl ordered Amarano sour next to me. I'm like, oh, I have, I'll have what she's having. Uh, I got some more of these. It's really insightful stuff on, on what bartenders think about you when you order these drinks. Uh, and, of course, more on the COVID vaccine, the breaking news here live on WSB Radio. Governor Kemp says starting Thursday in two days, all Georgians over the age of 16 qualify for the vaccination. We'll be right back. It's Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on
5: 95.5 WSB. News and talk with Mark Aram. He's like this really nice, friendly, warm guy. Entertaining. I love his real life stories. Local. His music tastes are pretty spectacular. Plugged in. He's got it really rocking and rolling. Weekdays four till seven on 95.5 WSB.
0: Welcome back to the program, Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. now heard live Monday through Friday on WSB Radio. You can listen uh, to 95.5 a.m., a.m. 750, the WSB Radio app, or even your smart speaker. All right, back to the, uh, the bartender list. I'm getting a lot of text via the Piccadilly text line. People are digging this. They want to know what their drink is, so I'll try to get through. Uh, this, this is pretty enlightening. Vodka soda with a splash of cranberry. Okay. You, you know those people. Oh, uh, yeah. Bartenders see that and say, "You are either an obnoxious white girl, or a, sl- <laughs> or a slender gay man, okay, or Jared Yamamoto. Those are the, <laughs> those are the three. <laughs> uh, a shot with a fancy name. Someone that just turned 21. Uh, if you order a, a Cabernet Sauvignon, <laughs> like you're trying to be Jeez. a fancy yes. wine, right, right, right. wine snob. Uh, Pimm's cup. That means you love England. You love England, Deborah. Do you order a Pimm's cup?
1: I do not, but I do like gin.
0: It's a, oh, is that I a gin? gin? Is that what it is? Yeah, I've heard it's of Pim's a, Cup. It's,
1: yeah, it's gin based.
0: Um, old fashioned. Do you know what old fashioned is? Love old fashioned. All right, this is <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Dang yeah. it, a... I should have told wait, him that.
5: Wait, I... wait till he told yeah. you about that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah.
0: It's not bad. Uh, people that order old fashioned, either someone who knows their booze really well or yeah. not at all and they want to look sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> I would
3: say my, my, my drinking would lend me to know a little bit more. Yeah, is that, that's
0: a bourbon drink, right? Yeah. And finally, my favorite one of all time. Uh, vodka Red Bull. That's just... Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I had that, I was in L.A. visiting my buddies, and I'd never even heard of it. And I was like, they're they're all drinking vodka Red Bulls. Uh, And basically, bartenders think that if you order that, you're usually on some kind of drug. Yeah. Uh, On the bright side, people that order that will tip well because they're too drunk to care about getting change. (laughs)
3: That's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so there you go. Insight into what bartenders think about your order uh after news, weather and traffic more fun more news plus senator john ossoff is going to join us live at 6 30 it's the mark aram show on 95.5 wsb oh, my, my, my. 608 final hour of the three hour extravaganza that is now atlanta's news and talk with mark aram live 4 to 7 p.m typically on a tuesday we'd be getting a little sanjay with would you rather but we had to slide the schedule around earlier so we uh, we did Would You Rather at 5 instead of 6. But uh, if you missed it, Longoria's going to post the podcast right after the show. You can go back and listen. It was actually a pretty good entertaining version of uh, Would You Rather. I got some more uh, COVID stuff to tell you about, including the uh, update there from Chris Chandler. You heard it live here on WSB Radio. Governor Brian Kemp says starting Thursday, all Georgians that are over the age of 16 now eligible for the vaccine. Hassan's been hanging on way too long in Peachtree City. Welcome to the show, Hassan. How are you?
2: Man, it's never too long to wait for you, brother. <laughs> Check this out, man. This is your third time slot, right?
0: <sighs> no, this is, let's see. I did weekends for 13 years, Saturday and Sunday, then 10 to midnight, then 7 to 9, then 6 to 8, and now 4 to 7. So five different time slots.
2: Man, that's a strong show, man. That's a strong <laughs> show. Hey, look. I, I think you went a little too far, though, man, when you extended your, your retirement out three more years, man. Why would you do that?
0: Well, I got a wife now, and she likes fancy things. Oh, is that it? <laughs> that, that, that is it. <laughs> she, it was so funny. Uh, Maya, my, my beloved wife, Dr. Maya Aram, uh, she, she says she's medium maintenance, right? She, Maya
1: is not high maintenance no, for no. sure. Yeah. But she's,
0: she also admits she's not low maintenance she's like I'm... no
1: no no she cares enough yeah, yeah she's
0: media maintenance so I was like all right I can deal with it. so I gotta pay for a media maintenance wife now so I'm gonna I'll push retirement back a couple of years Hassan as and as long as I can keep doing this I mean I love coming to work and, and seeing the bananas and and having fun so uh, we'll see well, what get a,
5: little, get a little bit more sleep don't don't hurt either does it?
0: Exactly. well we'll see how that so far I'm not getting more sleep I'm definitely getting less sleep but I feel good I don't know what it is like last night I was worried was the first show we did 4 to 7, and normally when we were on 6 to 8, I couldn't fall asleep till like midnight, and I was freaking out last night, but I was knocked out by 10 p.m. last night. I was just, yeah, out cold, so I feel good today.
2: The show was great, man, so you must have had some energy. I did. So listen, yes, sir. Before you hang up, man, I would like to ask Mrs. Green over there, Yes. how did she handle going to these health clubs so much, man, because some of them are just so grimy. How, how does she deal with
5: that? The yeah, gym going. so,
1: I mean, I usually go really early in the morning. There's not a lot of people there, and they're using the UV light and the spray, and they're spraying them every half an hour. Um, and then, you know, I carry my own wipes with me, too, so I will always wipe down my own equipment. Even, they say, people do it, but, like, I make sure I wipe it down so, before and
0: so after. So, pre-COVID, Hassan, uh, Deborah used to come in and clean the studio with wipes. I mean, before we even yeah, had before. the pandemic. <laughs> She's a uh, fastidious, a very fastidious lady. Thanks, guys. Love uh, your show. Buddy. Thanks, Hassan. Great to hear from you. Speaking of a uh, great show coming up at six forty-ish, six thirty-eighty-ish. Senator John Ossoff's going to join us here on the Mark Ames. First time we've talked to him since he was elected, so I'm looking forward to that. All right, real, real quick. Back to the COVID. Um, I know what you guys have done. Uh, the the research shows Deborah that people. Packed on a lot of weight during the pandemic. Like, how much weight uh, have the uh, average American gained? So,
1: they're talking about the average person putting on about two pounds every month. But when they did this specific research, they're talking about 30 pounds per person. Like, every person has gained about 30 pounds. That's insane
0: crazy so yeah. i know deborah you have not gained an ounce i hope not chuck uh, maybe a pound if yeah, that think,
1: yeah I'm
0: yeah right. i mean you're yeah, uh, longora and longoria skews yeah, the yeah, whole stat yeah, good, good
1: job, job andrew <laughs> <laughs> yeah he i lost. brought all the average down <laughs> for everybody
0: he <laughs> lost 70 pounds so i i am probably at the same weight i was pre-pandemic but my weight is a is a roller coaster right. I, I can be up 30 down 30 at any point in the year but i have i did notice during covid i was eating a lot more and then as soon as my, you know, I got to wear slacks in the morning on channel two. And as soon as the slacks get kind of tight, I'm like, all right, fitting. Yeah, I got to diet now. So as soon as I hit that level where, where it's, a, then I dropped down, you know, I'll lose 20 pounds and then I'll eat my way back up to 20 pounds. That, that number is shocking to me.
1: Yeah, so 42% of adults say they gained about 30 pounds, but specifically millennials, 50% of millennials at 41 pounds. I don't know how they're fitting in those skinny jeans.
0: <laughs> That's Yeah. <laughs> those some tight skinny jeans. Well, uh, Yamamoto, uh, one of our favorite millennials from the uh, Von Hessler Doctrine, he put on pounds and then he dropped them. Like he's, he's back to pre-pandemic weight. Um, Alex Williams, who doesn't know food, he joins us live in the traffic center. Alec, did you, you well you got married. So you and I both got married. So we had to, we lost we lost weight for the wedding photos. Have you gained weight during the pandemic or lost or are you the same? Um, I'm probably where I was pre-wedding. Pre-wedding. So, so I lost weight for the wedding, but now that's kind of yeah. You've plumped up now a little bit. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, it's working. Alex works from what at 4 to midnight. Yep. That's, a, that's an eating shift. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a shift. That's nothing but eating. Yeah. That's All nothing. leftovers from <laughs> our <show>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Uh, so I, I just want to know, uh, have you uh, – that number is too big to me. I can't imagine the average American gained 30 pounds during the pandemic. Look, that's, that's a not, lot of weight.
1: You're not going to the gym. You're probably binge watching. I've never been to the snack. gym. I mean, you're average yeah. person, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. Like, if you can't go to the gym. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of f- contributing factors, right. but I can't believe – 30 pounds is a that's lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. 10, 12, yeah. that would be but 30 That's pounds, fat weight, Longoria. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> that, that, is, that. That is fat, fat weight. weight. Yeah, that's a lot that of weight. Is fat, fat weight. You've been listening. I just want to know how your weight's been during the pandemic. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Another member of WSB Radio that got married during the pandemic is Doug Turnbull. Doug, you were really skinny pre-pandemic. How have you been doing since?
5: I that weight went up some during it, but I'm back to about where we were before, and
4: I'd like to lose some more. So we're trying to try to make some hay here where the sun don't shine up. Six fourteen.
0: Hold Angeles. on, hold on, hold on, Doug. Hold on. Let me let me jump in for a second. Doug's and gave you traffic get traffic updates every six minutes, the airborne advantage, all that stuff. I have a question, a serious question now. Um if you gain like I mean, this isn't going to happen, Doug, but if you gain like 150 pounds, right, you just go off the wagon, you're at NASCAR races, you're throwing down nachos and popcorn or whatever, Can, can contractually, do you have to have a certain weight you have to stay below so you can fly in the helicopter? Right, because if
3: I if I gained a
4: ton, they would have to adjust the fuel amount for sure. And being in the front seat, I mean, you don't want the thing flying around like looking like a seesaw. So yeah, that's yeah, set of the contracts, but we we definitely
0: need to watch it. Well, we not we need to talk to uh what is it, Little Pig Farmer? L or pig farmer junior. farmer junior. We need that we need that weight clause in Doug's contract because you know <laughs> that's costing us money the more fuel we got to get to get Tubby Doug turnbull. That future Tubby yeah, Doug turnbull future, up right in now. the air. Uh, so 404-872-0750 1800 WSB talk how much weight have you uh, gained or did you are you uh, are you like Longoria the stoic one who's who slim down. Um, I'm I'm probably four to six pounds heavier than I was before the pandemic. But again, that was, a, you know, I had to diet for the, the wedding. Um, and, and what's helped in the pandemic is we're not allowed to get food into the station anymore.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that helps out a lot. And they took all of the things away upstairs, yeah. like even the healthy stuff.
0: The comm- the commissary is barren. Yeah.
1: yeah, They took away, like, healthy yogurt and sandwiches, and then they gave me a bunch of chips and soda.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Andy's in Marietta. Andy, have you put on the pounds over the pandemic? No, I have not.
2: I went from 195 down to 177. What? Yeah, here's the secret. I walk. I have a seven-mile loop that I walk every day in the afternoon all through the summer and the fall and uh, burned it up.
0: Now, are you able to walk because you don't have to go to the, the office anymore? I mean, you have more free time to do that?
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, that, that helps. I can see that. Uh, and, and remember when the, when the pandemic first started and you drive home? and everyone in your neighborhood was out walking, right? That was the thing, like walking the dogs, walking the kids, and that's kind of settled down. But you're still out there, Andy, uh, doing the good fight.
2: Yeah, I'm walking right now. I hear you. The neighborhood.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Do you have one of those fitness trackers?
2: I have a, uh, I have a Fitbit yeah. that um, keeps track of the steps. It also shows me the little map. So the running joke is if I can do all the streets in my s- subdivision, then I can show my wife, yes, yeah, see, I walked it.
0: There you go. And, there's the neighborhood right hey, there. Hey, here you go, Stacy. I wasn't at the strip club. I did, I did, my, I did my steps. Thanks, Andy. Uh, Rehannon mm-hmm. in Woodstock. Re, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? How's it going, Mark? Excellent. Uh,
1: too...
0: <laughs> my weight's gone up. Really? Like, uh, see, I see. I follow you on Instagram. I haven't seen that. Unless you're yeah, just taking. Well, that,
2: that, <laughs> that's why you haven't seen me much. Because oh. I gained 20, 25 pounds.
0: Really? Now, what, oh, what uh, do you uh, attribute the weight gain to?
2: Well, my gym closed, and so, you know, I was staying home and eating food. And then when they reopened, I just, I didn't quite go back yet.
0: Oh, really? You're, <laughs> but, you're still uh, waiting yeah. on the
2: Yeah, well, I've, I've started moving around a little bit more. We're down about five pounds. But there yeah, you go. 25 pounds on five foot one frame. But...
0: What? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's like uh, 80 pounds for uh, someone that's like Judd Higginbotham at six foot five. What, what have you been eating uh, more of during the pandemic that uh, has added to As, the weight gain?
2: Everything that Johnny Kielbasa talks about
0: on the show. <laughs> By the way, I don't want to stump this. Uh, Deborah came over the fast food store here. Uh, do you have the Wendy's app? Uh, you're on a diet. Chuck, the Wendy's app. Yeah,
3: I uh, the Wendy's I app I do not have.
0: So it's right now through the end of the week. It's buy one, get one cheeseburgers really? if you have the app at Wendy's. So oh, wow. all right. Yeah, so there you go. Re, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plump you up a little more. Buy one, get one cheeseburgers at Dave's, uh, Dave's Classics at Wendy's for the rest of the week.
2: Maybe I can share one with a coworker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What well, order two. I haven't. I haven't noticed any weight gain. You still look great, buddy. Well, thank you, Mark. All right, we'll talk to you later, Riet. Uh Sabrina's in uh, beautiful Locust Grove, Georgia. Sabrina, have you gained or lost weight during the pandemic?
2: I have actually lost weight since January 11th. I've lost 24
0: pounds. So, uh, January 11th of this year. Yes. Did you get a worm? Super what excited. happened?
2: You know, I figured something good might as well come out of the pandemic, and I decided to get up and get moving.
0: And that's all it is. You're just exercising and, and, uh, and, and moving about. Yes, taking my golden retrievers for walks every night. Yeah, see, that used to be good when my, my dogs were puppies. I'd go on long walks. And now, literally, 15-year-old Bosco, we go nine feet, she pees, and she's like, all right, we're going inside. That's it. There's no more walking around the neighborhood with Bosco. She's like, all right, let's go and give me a cookie. Come on. I'm done with this. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Instagram and Twitter, at Mark Aram. It's Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB.
5: News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. With Triple Team Traffic and Kirk Mellish's Five Day Forecast, weekdays 4 till 7. You are listening
0: to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram right now, and you are over the age of 16 and a Georgia resident. You'll get the vaccine. You're eligible. For the vaccine starting Thursday. That was breaking news we were heard here live here on WSB Radio from Governor Brian Kemp. Good news there. Governor also said over one million Georgia seniors have been vaccinated. Uh, I missed the window on the uh, the obesity waiver, but I just got to wait till Thursday. Now I'm gonna think. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame my weight gain during COVID as as my patriotic support of local restaurants. Right, oh, okay. I stepped it out I'm doing my part to help the the, the small business owner out there. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, but since not even since the beginning of the pandemic, in the last three months, Maya and I have ordered twelve mini pies delivered to the house <laughs> three times. <laughs> wow. Why do you
3: got to lump her in with your yeah. addiction to pies?
0: Well, it's a, it's a double addiction. And, I mean, we're. What's that? We, uh. <laughs> yeah. We, well, we're both addicted to something and, you know, we. Codependent? Codependent. Or... Yeah, it's a codependent pie addiction. I'm sure she appreciates uh, it. I think it's the Buttermilk Pie Company. You get on your phone, it's like, oh, in 10 minutes, I can have 12 mini pies here. Support those local businesses and pack on the 29 <laughs> the LBs. LBs. Yeah, a pie. So that. <laughs> I'm not throwing you off the wagon, Longoria. You stay skinny, (laughs) my friend. Uh, When we come back after news, weather, and traffic, Georgia Senator John Ossoff joins us. And more of your calls, 404-872-0750. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB.
2: This is Robert Wagner,
4: and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram.
5: He packed in the animals two by two.
0: Oxigamilina kangaroo six thirty nine twenty one 21 in front of seven o'clock mark aram and the bananas it's atlanta's news and talk with mark aram now heard live monday through friday four to seven on 95.5 wsb atlanta's news and talk let's rewind to the day after the senate primary runoff race here in the state of georgia i wake up to a text from my mom and uh, it simply read see if you applied yourself in school You could have been a U.S. senator. That's the Jewish mom guilt that uh, I am now feeling from our next guest, newly elected Georgia Senator John Ossoff. Senator, welcome to the show. Congratulations. How are you, sir? Thank you.
4: So much. Well, Mark, I know your mother's very proud of you. But I'm here in part to congratulate you on the new showtime.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah, exciting. Uh the Mark Aram show now, four to seven, so we get the whole drive home. The question is, are are you ever in town to listen or or are you spending most of your time in the nation's capital these days? No, I've been
4: making back pretty much every day.
0: Uh, Oh, you know what? Uh I think we just lost the center. Try to get him back, uh, Chuck. Um, I've I've got the number here if you want to give him a call back. Uh or Senator if you're listening, uh four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. We'll just give him the regular number. There he is on the on the hotline again. Uh again, continuing our conversation with the newly elected Georgia Senator uh John Ossoff. So no joke, that uh that Jewish mom guilt, like I thought I was doing all right career wise.
5: Yeah, until she jumped the-
0: yeah, and so, she's like, yeah, hey, you're not a U.S. Senator. <laughs> you could have you been you a U.S. Senator. Been. All right, welcome back, Senator. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, uh, uh, this this doesn't happen with Sanjay. It only happens with, uh, with the big name guest. I'm going to put you on hold, Senator. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on there. What are you going to do? Yeah. It's live radio. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, it is live radio. That it's, is true. it's live radio.
0: Uh, That's, uh... While we're trying to get a better connection for the senator, quick reminder, the breaking news you heard here here live on WSB radio from Governor Brian Kemp uh, on Thursday, March 25th, uh, all Georgians 16 or over will be eligible for the vaccine. So if you're not gone online to check out the vaccination appointments uh go to wsbradio.com and see if uh you can get an appointment again starting thursday all georgians 16 and over can uh sign up for a vaccination all right one more time senator how are you buddy hey how's this mark oh it's fantastic all right excellent so uh real quick uh how's the adjustment to being a senator been going for so far
4: Look, so far so good. Been very busy. Uh, I want to flag a couple of items for folks while they're on their commute home or preparing dinner or doing homework with the kids in terms of uh, what's coming legislatively so people can make plans. The first thing I want to note is I'm really pushing right now for us to extend the PPP small business lending program through May. This program expires currently at the end of March. My Major priority right now is getting an extension of that small business program. That's the Paycheck Protection Program, which is going to help a lot of folks stay employed and help small businesses that have gotten crushed by this pandemic remain in business and and bridge the cash flow gap to the other side of the crisis. The second thing I wanted to make sure to highlight for folks is exactly what the recent passage of the stimulus bill means for them. You know, you hear a lot of political rhetoric You hear a lot of technical terminology what does it mean for you and your family so mark if i might just break it down real quick for a typical family of four uh, working class or middle class in georgia say you got one kid who's seven one kid who's five uh, you're going to get fifty six hundred dollars in stimulus checks that's fourteen hundred per individual including the kids and then you're going to be looking at three thousand dollars in the child tax credit for the child over the age of six and $3,600 in the child tax credit for the child under the age of six. So that working class family of four, Mark, is looking at more than $12,000 in direct economic relief coming this year. And this is a rejection of the past policies of corporate bailouts, tax cuts for the rich, tax cuts for corporations. This is economic stimulus that's channeled uh, by getting resources to working and middle class people, so
0: well Mark, that's, I that to cover, impacts, cover that impacts that impacts Longoria and Loti. That's they're both uh, families of four. So there you go. Uh, the PPP is really interesting. So I mentioned before the news that uh, the the average American uh, has gained 29 pounds during the COVID uh, pandemic, and I've certainly contributed that by trying to support uh, small businesses, small restaurants here in Metro Atlanta. I know you're a big fan of the food scene here in Atlanta. So th- this PPP. Uh, legislation, the extension of it, is, is going to help those small business owners, those small restaurant owners?
4: Yeah, that that is my urgent hope. I am, at every opportunity, urging colleagues on both sides of the aisle that we cannot kick the can on this. We're looking at that PPP program, uh, as I mentioned, expiring at the end of this month unless we pass an extension, but I think we are making good progress. I'll keep you posted, Mark. I think we have a real shot at passing an extension of this small business program within a few days here in the Senate. Uh,
0: Senator John Ossoff on the Mark Aram show uh, again, congratulations on your victory. What's been the biggest surprise since you've become a Senator? What was an eye-opening thing uh, as, as you were sworn in and and now one of the hundred U S senators?
4: Well, I mean, the biggest moment by far has been uh, when we passed that stimulus bill uh, and a real recognition that elections have consequences. Uh, Mark, I respect, uh, one of the things I really respect about you is that your show is not partisan and I'm not really on here to talk politics. I'll just put it this way. If I might, we wouldn't have passed that bill if we hadn't won those races in January. Right? Oh. That's not about Democrats, Republicans. That's just the fact. We wouldn't have had the votes to pass the bill. So all this uh, vaccine distribution coming online, the stimulus checks, the tax credits for kids, $4.5 billion for Georgia's public schools to safely reopen, $8 billion for state and local governments in Georgia. That's going to keep EMS and police and fire, healthcare, infrastructure moving. All of that is because Georgia voters made a decision in January. So that was just a profound moment for me standing there on the floor of the Senate after 30 hours of debate and saying, wow, georgia made this happen elections have consequences
0: real quick uh to your beautiful wife dr Uh, alicia has she has she played the you might be u.s senator card but you're still going to do the dishes tonight john has she played that card yet
4: look she doesn't need to i'm staying ahead of that i'm I'm being more (laughs) helpful around the house than i ever have been in my whole life and 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 for those of you out there who have family members in in the medical field or in healthcare, i mean look alicia works just almost ridiculously hard she's so disciplined uh Big, big love to all the nurses, doctors, techs, healthcare professionals. I know that the grind is real,
0: and and your efforts are deeply appreciated. Yeah, tell her we we appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Senator, for coming on. Let's do this again soon. All right, Mark, appreciate you. There you go, Senator John Ossoff. After some minor technical difficulties, we'll be right back. It's uh, the Mark Aram Show, Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aram on ninety-five point five WSB. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Arrow. He
6: keeps me company on my ride home from work, and I find him entertaining. With
5: a full strength of the WSB News team and triple team traffic. 4-7 on 95.5 WSB.
0: Final segment of the show, 655-ish, 69 degrees-ish. A lot of ish going on on the Mark Air show. Uh, by the way, Chuck, uh, our, our our boss said, was that technical end on our end or their end? was on theirs. Yeah, so I saved your 100%. job. He's like, I'll he saved I'll, your He goes, I'll Nothing's fire Chuck if yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Awkward. So uh, technical difficulties aside, uh, we'll try to get. I really wanted to. I, I didn't want to talk politics. I wanted to talk about what it's like to be a U.S. senator. Right? That he's he's younger than all of us, and he's a U.S. senator. But we kind of got sidetracked there with the technical glitches. But uh, we'll get it back on again. That's pretty amazing, right? Like, to be that young and to be a U.S. senator, what what were you doing at his age? What is he, like 32, Deborah?
1: Yeah, I think he's early 30s. I mean, I was in radio, I know, but I- you know, if you have those dreams to be in that position, that's a pretty young age to get that's in there. Most people yeah. wait, what, another 10 years probably? Yeah,
0: so I, I, that's what I really wanted to talk about, but uh, we'll get him back on again. And I think he might be on uh, Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade tomorrow, so tune in for that. And don't forget uh, the new lineup, Eric Erickson, noon to three, word on the street from nine to midnight. Yesterday, we talked about uh, NFTs,
1: non-fungible, oh, yeah. Yeah. I still what that is. Tokens.
0: To- yeah, tokens. Uh, so the first tweet ever has sold... Uh, Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, who tweeted this out, I guess, 15 years ago, uh, and the the tweet was, just setting up my Twitter, uh, he has sold a digital version of his first tweet for more than $2.9 million. I don't understand any of this.
1: What would your first tweet, do you remember your first tweet and how much do you think you'd get for it?
0: I think you've got homework tonight and you'll find <laughs> out it. what, uh, now I, <laughs> you
5: shouldn't have uh, opened your mouth.
0: Like I've had, like, I've gone viral a number of times and there are a, a bunch of tweets. your first tweet. No, no. Yeah. I don't My first tweet was probably like, Hey, hello. Hey, everybody. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Something stupid like that. <laughs> um, but if you can sell tweets, like I've had tweets that have reached, you know, 50 million people Would that, would that give me a, a, a greater chance of making money? I mean, who the hell's buying these things anyway? Never mind. Forget I even brought it up. Let's do. <laughs> let's do. Star of the show, Longoria. Uh,
5: and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: I mean, maybe I'll sell it. I don't know. If I wait, if, if I can get a hundred bucks for a tweet, why not sell them out? Um, Star of the show.
2: I, <sighs> I
0: don't even know. I don't even know. Georgia. John, uh, Sanjay. We'll give it to Sanjay. Yeah, I was going to say Sanjay Yeah, Assoff. I forgot. Sanjay. Sanjay switched his schedule and did Would You Rather with us. So that was fun. Um, we will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSP. Tomorrow, Millennial Match Game and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Uh, news, weather, traffic, next.
5: Other arm.